Hello, this is Veronica from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 7th of June. Amid a controversy that has triggered disquiet in several countries in West Asia, the Maharashtra police summoned former BJP spokesperson Nupur Sharma today for her comments on Prophet Muhammad. Sharma has been asked to appear before the investigation officer to record her statement in a police station in Thane on 22nd of June. The summons came two days after the BJP suspended Sharma and expelled the party's Delhi media head, Naveen Jindal, for their comments amid condemnation from Gulf countries, including Qatar, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, as well as the Organization of Islamic Cooperation. On 26th of May, Sharma made the remarks on a Times Now debate on the Gyanwapi controversy. Alt News co-founder and journalist Mohammad Zubair had called out her comments and the television channel for what he termed hate speech. Sharma later alleged that she had been receiving death threats because of a doctored video shared by Zubair, but Alt News denied the same. Several FIRs have since been filed against her. Mumbai Police Commissioner Sanjay Pandey had said on Monday that the police will record her statement. Delhi police have reportedly provided security to Sharma after she filed a complaint claiming threat to her life. Meanwhile, a supermarket in Kuwait reportedly took Indian products off its shelves even as Iran joined a growing list of countries which officially expressed concern over the issue. Employees at Al Ardiya Cooperative Society's store piled up Indian products in trolleys to protest the Islamophobic remarks, NDTV reported. Speaking to AFP, CEO of the store Nasir Al-Mutairi said that as Kuwaiti Muslim people, they do not accept insult to the Prophet. Listeners, India has been forced into diplomatic firefighting as remarks made by two BJP leaders against Prophet Muhammad have sparked outrage in several Arab capitals. On Sunday, the governments of Qatar, Kuwait and Iran summoned India's envoys and expressed their anger, even handing over diplomatic notes of protest and demanding a public apology from the Indian government. Saudi Arabia and Pakistan also condemned the remarks. In response, New Delhi said the comments were made by fringe elements and didn't reflect the views of the government of India. As India seeks to contain the diplomatic fallout, my colleague Tanishka Sodhi looked at how the country's top newspapers and TV news channels are covering the story. You can read her report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Intellectual Debate, How Papers and TV Covered Diplomatic Fallout of BJP Leaders' Profit Remarks. The reason we are able to bring you such reports without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. Congress leader Ravneet Singh Bittu has been threatened via a WhatsApp caller who allegedly told him that he would meet the same fate as his late colleague and Punjabi singer Siddhu Musewala, Hindustan Times reported. Bittu's personal security staff confirmed that he had received such a call. According to the Indian Express, Bittu's aide, Harjinder Dhinsa, said that the MP got calls from a UK number and that the caller threatened to kill Bittu over his comments over Jarnail Singh Bhindrawale. Bittu, who is currently in the UK, is the grandson of slain Punjab Chief Minister Beant Singh. 
The Congress leader has been opposing the release of Babbar Khalsa militant Palwan Singh Rajona, who is one of the convicts in the case of Singh's assassination. Ludhiana Commissioner of Police Kostab Sharma has said that many fraudsters have been making similar calls, but they will investigate the matter. Meanwhile, Congress leader Rahul Gandhi visited Musewala's family today to offer his condolences. Shortly after his visit, he slammed the Aam Aadmi Party government in the state and said that maintaining peace in the state is beyond their capability. On 29th of May, Musewala was shot to death by unknown assailants. Police have been interrogating gangster Lawrence Bishnoi and his gang members in connection with the murder. Shortly after the killing, a Canada-based gangster and member of the Bishnoi gang had claimed responsibility for the killing and named Lawrence, who later distanced himself from the claims. West Bengal Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee lashed out at the BJP today after some leaders of the party raised the demand for a separate state encompassing North Bengal districts. While speaking at a rally in Alipur Duar in North Bengal, Banerjee said that she will not allow Bengal to be divided. BJP's state leadership has distanced itself from the demands. In a video circulated on Sunday, Jiban Singha, the absconding chief of the banned Kamtapur Liberation Organization, purportedly demanded a separate state and threatened Banerjee. Banerjee has claimed that Bengal BJP leaders support the demand for statehood for Kamtapur. According to Hindustan Times, BJP leader Rahul Sinha has denied the party's role in separatist politics. He blamed the erstwhile left government for giving birth to such an organization. During the 2021 state assembly elections, the BJP had 130 of the 54 seats in the eight North Bengal districts. BJP MLA M. Raghunandan Rao has been booked for revealing the identity of the Hyderabad rape case victim by sharing her photos and videos, police said today. On 28th of May, a 17-year-old girl was allegedly gang-raped in a car in Hyderabad's Jubilee Hills area. Police had registered a case under the Protection of Children from Sexual Offences Act. The accused were identified as minors and their car was seized. Rao has been booked under Section 228A of the Indian Penal Code. The section pertains to disclosure of identity. According to the Hindustan Times, the case is based on a complaint by one Karam Komiradi, who is a lawyer. The complaint said that Rao had interfered in the administration of justice and carried out a character assassination of the victim, which may have caused her distress. On the 4th of June, Rao had shown videos of the victim at a press conference. He had also claimed that the son of an AIMIM MLA was involved in the crime. The Ministry of Defence has issued a notification widening the eligibility criteria for the appointment of the Chief of Defence Staff a post vacant since the death of General Bipin Rawat in a helicopter crash in December last year. Any serving or retired Lieutenant General, Air Marshal and Vice Admiral under the age of 62 years will be eligible for the post as per the notification. This means the second highest active rank officers can supersede their seniors, the Chief of the Army, Air Force or Navy, to take on the role. The CDS is the highest-ranking uniformed officer and is meant to advise the Ministry of Defence and oversee the operations of all three Indian Armed Forces, among other things. According to the Hindustan Times, similar notifications have been issued to the Air Force, Indian Army and Navy. Fighting in the streets of the eastern Ukrainian city of Severodonetsk continued today between Ukrainian and Russian forces. Russia has focused its offensive in the eastern regions of Ukraine after it captured the port city of Mariupol last month. 
in particular, Russia has been trying to capture the Luhansk region on behalf of separatist groups. In its bid to capture Luhansk, it has been attacking the industrial city of Severodonetsk in the last few weeks. Last week, Russia had captured around 20% of the city. During an address, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said that the country's forces were not going to give up their positions in the city. He said that Ukrainian forces were outnumbered, but he assured that they had the chance to fight back. The mayor of Severodonetsk, Alexander Striuk, said that the Ukrainian forces had strengthened their positions and are holding the line. Meanwhile, Russia's United Nations ambassador, Vasily Nabenzia, stormed out of the United Nations Security Council after the president of the Europe Council, Charles Michael, blamed Russia's invasion of Ukraine for the ongoing food grain shortage. Michael accused Russia of using food supplies as a stealth missile against the developing countries. He went on to say that Russia was solely responsible for the food crisis. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh,